0: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com well thank you so much Gary. appreciate it 7:36 on this wednesday morning it is the 7th day of february 2024 and I'm John Reed. Glad you were with us here on News Radio, WRVA. So if you go down to the Capitol, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot going on, but there's also this buzz. I think kind of a little early about next year's elections, not the presidential elections and congressional elections this year, but who's running for what in 2025. You know, and Abigail Spanberger and Lavar Stoney have announced that they're both running for the Democrat nomination for governor of Virginia, and they kind of pulled the trigger a little early. Now, I'm not saying people didn't talk about this stuff a year or two in advance in the past, but they went public like way early, and I guess it's a fundraising thing, and Abigail Spanberger, the sitting congresswoman, I suppose, had to let people know she wasn't running for re-election so that other people could run. Anyway, she's banked a lot of money, and LeVar Stoney just released his first i think it's his first uh campaign commercial which if you watch it it's little lavar and his family i I don't mean to mock the guy you know everybody's got family pictures and if you do it right people are gonna go oh well that's cute cute little kid nice family and obviously not a rich family so you've done something with your life um and LeVar Stoney just had that state of the city address where he pretends every year to be the president of the United States with, with It's really just it's like a cheap. It's somebody who walks around with a fake Louis Vuitton bag and they think they look good, but everybody looks at it and they go, yeah, that, that that's not even the right logo. Where was this thing? You know, you just know it's not real. And yet. They think that it makes them look like they're a player, and that's how I feel about Lavar Stoney. So, you know, former Senator Joe Morrissey is with us this morning, and I just thought I would ask you, I, I mean, you've watched a lot of mayors come and go, and, and you've, you know Lavar Stoney personally, I guess, and politically on some level. What, what is your take on where this guy stands?
1: Well, first, you mentioned the state of the city address. Really? I mean, you have the state of the country addressed by our president. You have the state of the Commonwealth. Where do we get this state of the city? I'd much rather hear the state of the city of Hopewell. But <laughs> what it was was a promotion for Stony, let, let uh, city employees come down there, get a few hours off, fill up the seats, and let me tell you about my accomplishments and by any matrix any standard if you look at the accomplishments or lack of them they were abysmal and it's it's just a, it's smoke and mirrors and i was just left awestruck by the lack of accomplishments
0: well and it to me it felt kind of deceptive you know talking about uh, violent crime being down twenty twenty two 22 percent but when you the only way you can get to that is you start carving out the murders and you start carving out the rapes. And I'm thinking this is really not an honest assessment. I don't think anybody who lives in Richmond thinks that things are better on the crime front.
1: Nobody feels that they are safer in Richmond. But, you know, John, what you've got to do in business, when you're talking about promoting somebody, you look at their accomplishments. What has this person been charged to do? What did they succeed at? And you look at six uh, areas, schools, finance, policing, economic development, competency and environment, and it's a disaster on each one. Mm-hmm. Schools. You remember back in April of 19, $30 million over budget for three Schools Green, Alcar Thompson, and uh, George Mason, and two of them were started under Jones. A failure. This you remember in August of 2017, the RTD reported that 17 out of only 17 out of 44 Richmond public schools met full accreditation. Let me just say it again: 17 out of 44 Hmm. met full accreditation. You look at policing. He fired, he had three police chiefs in a 12-day span. Mm. Now, do you remember this? Uh, you know, William Smith was the first one. He stood up to the protesters. Remember that? Oh, yeah. There was burning to facing the city. Stoney fires him. So then he hires Jody Blackwell, and he orders Jody Blackwell, Chief Blackwell, to protect The statutes while they're removed. And Blackwell says, I can't do that. That's a violation of the law. He fires them. Then he hires, uh, the Williams, um, William Smith. Okay. The first one was, uh, first, he was your, 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 your next police chief. And he and Stoney held that press conference where they said that there was going to be a terrorist attack at Dogwood Dell. And they thumped their chest. Look at us. We saved that it was national news. It was all a farce. Yeah. Look at finance. The Richmond inspector general investigated the city and found a $12 million discrepancy. Where did $12 million go? And so he says, well, it happened a few years ago. They traced it back to 2017. 2017 when he was the mayor. So where in this world do you lose $12 million in a business and then say, you know what? Give me a better job as governor.
0: Yeah. It, Unless you're at VCU, it, maybe, where you lose
1: $100 million, but we won't get off on that subject. I, I, but there's got to be, John, there's got to be accountability. Right, right. There's got to be. And our state auditor of public accounts, and I have some familiarity with that, said that Richmond was one of five localities out of 138 that was in fiscal distress. Yeah. But you know, let, let me end what, what Wilder said. Wilder was was a governor, he was a chief executive. He said that there was you talking about Stony quote, you can't have trust without truth. And he said the problem with Richmond is leadership. And he was pointed the finger at, at Stoney. And he said that the with regard to protecting the city the state needed to step in. Mm-hmm. I mean, where do you go? You look at the metrics and he fails miserably. Um, I mean, we've had some good governors across the board, R's and D's. But here's the key, John. You've got to be accomplished before you're in office. Do something. We have, you know, Gilmer, Wilder, Rob, Belial, accomplished lawyers, litigators, lieutenant governors, trailblazers. Nordham, an accomplished pediatrician, Warner and McDonald. I mean, uh, Youngkin, businessmen. They established themselves. Youngkin built a Fortune 500 company. What did? Why? What did? What did Stoney do? What was his training? Oh, he was the body man for McCalla for eight years. Drove him around, chauffeured him around the state. That's your experience. Yeah. He's never built a business. He's never met a payroll. He's well, never this had was, to tuck his this, own checks under the, under the mat until the finances came in. It's all about running politics. politics. Well,
0: this yeah. is one of the things that's troubling to me, and, and I've said that just to be fair with Lavar Stoney. He was the first person I interviewed when I got this new job here at WRVA. And, you know, this is coming off of me meeting with prime ministers around the world and working for President Reagan and Senator Allen and all that crowd. And I thought, well, you know, inexperienced, but he's a young, dynamic black leader, and I, I'm not going to get a Republican as the mayor of richmond so maybe this guy can capitalize on his connections with mcauliffe and it'll be good for richmond so i you know he's not a republican so i'm not a big fan but maybe well, he could that, do some good stuff but he hasn't it's been a failure did that happen john
1: no none of two it unfortunately major, two major economic uh, mayor's got to develop the economy you have to have economic development right, right. okay in your city two pieces navy hill it went down in flames and the casino. I mean, he literally grabbed defeat from the jaws of victory mm. and they lost the casino. Every major economic uh, development project, a fiasco. So where, where else but politics do you fail across all six metrics off and then say, you know what? Give me the top job. Yeah, right. I lost. I lost. I'm over budget 30 million. I lost 12 million dollars. I developed no significant economic jobs. Oh, but listen, what the heck? Let me run for governor. <laughs> for
0: governor. But the money seems to be going to Congresswoman Spamberger, And the latest polling seems to indicate that most Democrats uh, support her for the nomination. So what do you think is really going on with LeVar Stoney? Is, is, some people have said, oh, he's going to drop back and run for lieutenant governor to position himself for governor in another four years, which I still, still think would be kind of a stretch. Well, but
1: first of all, he has, I think, and I'm not a Spanberger, I'm not promoting Spanberger, right. I'm not against Spanberger, but number one, she does have accomplishments mm-hmm. outside of politics. Stoney doesn't have any. I, I, don't, I do not see him running... Uh, you know, he will not beat Spanberger. He can't, because once you start focusing and you get away from the fuzzy, soft pictures, that's soft, okay? And you look at accomplishments, you know? I mean, you don't lose 15 games in the NFL and then get promoted to a head coaching (laughs) job. You just don't do that. It doesn't work that way. So when they start focusing, they'll say it didn't happen, but the money's going to Spanberger, um, and if he drops back, okay and if he drops back and runs for lieutenant governor um Kane ran for lieutenant Governor, okay, mm-hmm. but look at the accomplishments that Kane had before that, and you still can't get away. It's a state wide office, and his claim to fame is i like, well, I was the chauffeur for for, for macaulay <laughs> right. for eight years okay well he's
0: he's kind of getting on uh, nat- I mean he lashed out at me over the weekend calling me a racist, and I was a little I mean, look, I'm a big boy. It's fine. And I think if of all the things you could criticize me for, being a racist is probably the most laughable thing. Second only to being a homophobe. If you want to make those two claims, I think most people will go, yeah, we don't like John, but that's not him. So I was a little surprised right, right. that he's so desperate well, that he would do I was, that.
1: I was shocked, too, John, that he he played that race card against you. Listen, I've been in politics for a long time. I can't count on the on my fingers and toes probably the number of times that you have challenged me on an issue or you said okay you're wrong about that Joe and 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 and, and that's your job journalists do that and then they might you know if you accomplish something they'll point that out but to, because you criticized stony to have, a, have him then call you a racist was disgraceful it Yeah, was, it was surprising it was beyond mean spirited <laughs> yeah but <laughs> But well listen, listen,
0: I'm appreciative every time for ch-
1: guy that wins re-election with 35% of the vote.
0: Exactly. People forget that. They know he got re-elected, but they don't remember that number, and that, that's pretty important. It's, if you're trying to get uh, 50% plus one statewide, that ain't the way to start. Joe Morrissey, well, former is- state senator and prosecutor and a member of the legislature, I appreciate it very much. All right, John, have a great day. Thank you. 749 back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA.